Good afternoon, it's Thursday, this is Jack and you're listening to OCR Audio. So today we caught up with Nicole Miracle. Uh, me and Luke had a good chat with her and we managed to record it and turn it into a podcast. So here we go, hope you enjoy. This is Nicole Miracle and what she gets up to when she's in lockdown. So we're here joined today by Nicole Merkel. Nicole, how are we doing? Pretty good. How about you guys? Excellent. Um, as we could be at this time with uh, being under lockdown and obviously scarce with the uh, COVID-19 issue out there in the world. Um, how How's America dealing with it at the moment? Um, you know, there's there it, there's a lot going on. There's there's definitely some fear. There's definitely some people kind of still in denial, not taking things seriously. Um, but you know, and, and we're kind of behind you guys, I think, a little bit in that regard. But yeah, I mean, just yesterday evening, Boulder was sitting to a full lockdown. Mm-hmm. So we're now, and and that's actually nothing really is going to be different for like me and Aaron personally, because we were already self-isolating um, and only going out to, to grocery stores. <laughs> you should don't work. What? That's what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> you, you, you only came out <laughs> to rain. <laughs> you stayed in the mountains to rain. Yeah. And, and we live up in the mountains a little, a little ways. So it's actually, it's, it's like pretty convenient to just stay up here. Um, we have trails up here that are like super sparsely, populated so we can be pretty safe and still go outside and and see like maybe one other person on a trail uh that's all right then so it's good for the social distancing you can kind of keep yourselves as safe as possible while still being able to get out and train yep at least so far (laughs) excellent um so in america is it a little different because obviously is it run state by state a different states closing down um their own way instead of like the uk we've all closed like the whole country oh yeah yeah so right now it's um it's somewhat state by state but it's also city by city so so like colorado as a whole isn't shut down Mm -hmm. but denver and boulder are um and then there's like some towns in the mountains that have also taken like certain precautions like i know in um the san juan county which is like a like a mountain area they have they've mandated that if you have a car not registered to that county then you're not allowed to park there like you can drive through it but you can't actually like park at a trailhead you can't um you can't be like staying there even which is good because a lot of people were going yeah, a lot of people are going there to do like backcountry skiing. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's it's discouraging people from like leaving and like going out to the mountains. Yeah, I think uh, that's kind of what we've seen. Jack just said, obviously, uh, what was it? Snowdonia had a yeah. busy day yesterday. Yeah, one of their busiest days of the year was yesterday. Yeah. I know obviously it's been cold and what have you, but considering no one is supposed to be out, it's uh, or once once a day for exercise in England. So um yeah. And is that quite a drive for most people to get to? Yeah, I yeah. Yes. <laughs> like eight hours from me, uh twelve hours from like yeah, uh Luke. So yeah, it's, it's not, pretty it's, far not just, it's not just out the road. Yeah. It's, it's a it's a trip. Yeah, I mean it's it's like it's a tricky balance because you know, people being cooped cooped up all day long is not good for anyone's health. But at the same time, you know, how do we how do we go outside? and get the exercise and the sunlight that we need, but at the same time remain like at least six feet or more away from someone. Yeah. I, th- I think the issue, especially in England, you've probably seen the same. I know I saw Aaron's post about people being out and what have you in the mountains the other day in England, we have the same issue, especially in like highly populated areas, like the city, like London, for instance, you know, mm-hmm. people just not using their common sense and, and, you know, moving. Like I went for a run, uh, Sunday, a long run, I did 14 miles. And if I ever came up to anyone, I just tried to let literally cross the road or show that I was willing to move out the way. But there's just some people that weren't doing that. And you're just like, mm. mm-hmm. you know, you can see. Yeah, you're people that seriously. are running like several people across or walking several people across. And then it's like kind of impossible for you to pass them safely. Yeah, no, for sure. And I, and, mm. Yeah. I mean, some of it is that, you know, like if, if you're passing someone that has not 
recently cough or sneezed, then you shouldn't be in danger because <laughs> it's yeah. not like just the virus is not coming out of you when you just like breathe. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's not gonna it's not gonna like jump onto me. But but at the same time, like you don't know if they just coughed. I guess so. It, it, it's scary. <laughs> what I was reading today, actually, uh, I wasn't reading at all. A lie. I was actually watching a video. Um, he was watching cartoon. <laughs> I was watching cartoon version of. Um, <laughs> it's, it's how long it lasts on things. So if someone's touched a bit of plastic on and then surfaces, you yeah. go and pick that up later on, like even twenty-four, even up to four days, they think now that it can live mm-hmm. on that thing. And then you touch your face, like I've just done. Then all of a sudden, that's it. You know, potentially that could be. And I think. Um, me and Luke are like fit. I don't know about you, Nicole, but I think we can survive the COVID virus, but it's what mm-hmm. we do to others, pass it on like to our relations that are like much weaker. Um, totally. So that, that's a da- yeah. to me, that's a dangerous. And I mean, I own a business, as you know, an outdoor business and they shut the gyms and indoor gyms a week Friday. before they shut Field Fit. And I was a bit like, oh. well, I'm going to continue to run because we are outdoors. I've got eight acres. I even... Yeah. I even drew on circles on the field and I didn't let anybody out their circle. So we did like workouts and we were a good yeah. eight feet apart. We were quite safe. People were washing their hands, wearing gloves. Um, okay. I wasn't letting people really past each other, things like that. No conjugations. Yeah. Um, but it's still I, like if you're sharing any equipment or I guess if you touch yeah. like a bar and the same person touches it, then there's risk but, of, of yeah. you know, spreading. I was having a serious moral issue though, because like the rest of the world was shutting down and I'm still running and I'm going, yeah, I'm being safe as I possibly can. And at that point, our, our prime minister was still said we were okay to be in parks and do outdoor activity. So I'm thinking, mm-hmm. this is great. My numbers are double because everyone's come out of the gym, but I'm thinking, <laughs> oh, it's like a real head and heart situation. Like you want the money obviously as a business, but at the same time, it's like, oh, I really probably shouldn't be open. So he made an e-decision for me last week by saying that's it, everyone's closed. So mm-hmm. it's like, okay, um, online it is, which everyone seems to be doing right now. But um, yeah, there's, yep. there's a few good ones out there and a few crap ones, let's put it that way. <laughs> yeah, I think like with anything like that, you know, there's there's certain precautions that you can take to make situations safer. Um, but at some point, you know, the risk isn't worth it. And then just like kind of better to be cautious. Yeah, definitely. But, yeah. Yeah, I mean, one thing that I, I know you guys just said, like, you're both fit and not too worried about yourself. It's interesting because, um, like, in America, the the statistics are showing that we're actually having more um, more people, like, in their 20s and 30s are, are like, are facing infection um, and, and needing higher level of care. And um, even conditions just, like, such as like asthma, which like mm-hmm. are pretty ubiquitous <laughs> and seem to be not like a huge comorbidity, but um, in terms of like severity, I guess, like you don't think like asthma is as severe as like heart disease, for instance, but that can even be um, indicative of, of, of somebody needing like a higher level of care. Mm-hmm. And that's something that like currently me and my roommate, Carly, <laughs> we both have asthma that's been like aggravated from the virus that we had in January. (laughs) And so both of us are on like two different inhalers and kind of like thinking like, huh, like maybe we should be like extra, extra cautious in case like the fact that we're already compromised in our breathing would lead to a higher level of care. So for sure. And correct me if I'm wrong. I think everyone that's actually either passed from the COVID has, has had other issues. It's affected, like you say, asthma or lung capacity or what have you. Yeah, that's that's kind yeah. Of I don't know the exact data, but no, like, no. but yeah, typically, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think it's. Um, I was joking, by the way. I don't think me and Luke are fair enough to survive it at all. <laughs> but but yeah, I know. I hundred percent what you're saying I mean, from, you a, from a serious <laughs> yeah. from a serious point of view. It it can affect anyone and everyone. Um, Dutch would. But yeah. um, so Nicole, talking about um, OCR Spartan race season, obviously it's kind of gone into a standstill at the moment. How from is a high level athlete? How are you treating this as kind of a, a re off season? Um, are you just really toning it down at the moment and then trying to work back into when we look like we're going to start? Because it could be a couple of months, it could be three months. We we t- really don't know. But it could be twenty twenty. Yeah, <laughs> it could be twenty twenty one. So from your yeah. uh, from your training, how are you trying to structure it? 
what's David doing basically? What what is he pulling his <laughs> hair out? Um yeah, I mean it's it's interesting because I think things things are really up in the air and mm-hmm. yeah, we kind of don't really know. Like like technically, I think Big Bear has not been canceled yet and that would be like the next race on my schedule. Which is um, that, which is it's May 16th, I believe. May okay. 16th and 17th, I think. Yeah. Um which I I expect it will be canceled, but currently I don't think it is. Um but so it's yeah, like things are definitely very much up in the air. Um I, I guess I would say that I had a somewhat timely, um, maybe not injury, but just like niggle <laughs> that mm. popped up, which was like two weeks ago. Um, I ha- I started having like this pain in my my medial tibia. So um given like what was happening at the time, my coach was like, you know what? Like there's zero reason to to like push things at all. So you're just taking a week off. Like that's it. <laughs> so I actually had a, a week completely off of running two weeks ago. And then um and and the the pain subsided really quickly with rest and then like some like manual treatment. So I think it was very much like a muscular thing that was aggravated from probably like running in the snow a lot or maybe jumping into my friend's track workout. <laughs> we'll never know. <laughs> but <laughs> um, so, so yeah, so I took a week off and I'm just kind of like easing back into things, um, doing a lot of biking. Well, I, I was doing a lot of biking when I could still um, access like a stationary bike. <laughs> and I went on my first like real outdoor bike ride. We saw this. Yesterday. How far did you go, yeah. Nicole? Um, I think I did 20 miles. So not the hundred that Aaron said you were going on. Oh my gosh. No, (laughs) definitely not. I did 20 miles and, um, I've decided that road biking is definitely the most dangerous thing I've ever done in my life. (laughs) And you want to get some rollers. That's the most dangerous thing of your life. Trust me. (laughs) I've, I've been on rollers before or like sort of attempted them. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) No, but, um, I mean, I was like on, I was on some roads that like weren't too busy, but I don't know. Like, I, I'm sure like with with increased bike handling skills and just like exposure to it, it would seem safer. But I don't know. First, like when you're right next to a car, it just it's scary. <laughs> especially especially your weight on a carbon <laughs> bike, like that's just being blown across the road. Yeah, were you, were you clipped in as well, Nicole? Yeah. No. Oh gosh, no. <laughs> oh, okay. So you are a complete beginner with a bike then? Oh yeah, super noob. Yeah, yeah. So 20, 20 miles is quite impressive then, to be fair. Yeah, that's quite <laughs> yeah, a long we did way. A pretty serious climb. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I liked the uphill climbing. It was just like, I don't know, especially like when you're going downhill and you're like not working at all, yeah. but you're like flying and you're like, oh my gosh, is there, is there like cars behind me? Yeah. It's kind of terrifying. And you're like, I'm not even getting anything out of this right now, fitness wise. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm but sitting. Getting, <laughs> yeah. just, just getting a sore ass. That's what I'm getting. Yep, pretty much. <laughs> so, um, yeah. So, like today, for instance, my my schedule says that I'm supposed to bike for an hour. Um, but one, it's like really windy, <laughs> and um, and two, you know, I I didn't have the best. I mean, it was everything was fine yesterday, but I I wouldn't say that I'm like eager to get back out there on the bike. <laughs> so I think instead. I'm just going to go for a long hike with Benji. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. There you go. Yeah. So yeah, just kind of like taking some like downtime, building my miles up um, again. And I don't know. Yeah. It's, I'm, I'm definitely, um, I'm not too stressed in, in about my training right now. And I'm kind of like taking this as like a opportunity to, to have like an extended off season and, hopefully be like you know really sharp when it matters so and you've still got a ridiculous amount of snow right now have you where you are no it actually just melted it's all melted yeah so like a (laughs) week ago ago, Aaron was shuffling snow for like five hours and now it's all melted yeah even two days ago our porch was covered in like a foot of snow but two days of sun and it's gone yeah that's the beauty of Colorado (laughs) And so who who do you live with? I know you've got, you live with a flatmate, don't you, two? two. Yep. So, um, so there's three couples. It's the me and Aaron yep. and then um, 
my friend Andy owns the house, Andy Wacker, who he's a a mountain runner. He ran for um, University of Colorado. I think his 5K PR is like 1342 or something insane. Is that downhill? With <laughs> downhill. Yeah. 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 <laughs> on snow. On, on a bike. <laughs> <laughs> so he's definitely the fastest in the house. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Aaron loves uh, that. His, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, so, so him and his wife, Carly, who is from Canada, and she is a 1,500-meter runner. Um, and so her season is just, like, completely gone now because oh, yeah. there's just, like, there's not going to be any track season at all. Um and then the other couple we live with, uh, their names are Ryan and Lindsay, which is Ryan. very confusing. <laughs> Ryan's the one with the long hair, is he? Yeah. Yep. So Ryan has like long hair, super yeah. like super into biking and running. Um, and then Lindsay is also like big into like ultra running. Uh, she was just third at the way too cool 50k, I believe. Oh, nice. Um, so so live, yeah, living good company then, Nicole. That's yeah. <laughs> Yeah, someone's always like going for a run or a bike ride or willing to to jump into some sort of exercise. And is it it's super good. competitive? It's like the opposite to Hunter's house. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Less, less weights, more running. Yeah, yeah. We're we're definitely the endurance house. I would say <laughs> endure, <laughs> endure house, endure house. And is it quite competitive yeah. in the household? Do you find, or do you find it all sort of just like you're all enduring things and that's fine? Or is there? A yeah, I mean. I'd say we're all kind of into our own things because, yeah. you know, we've got like Andy's kind of in, in like short distance mountain running. And then Carly is like on the track. Ryan is just like, like road biking slash like running slash always trying to overcome like an Achilles injury. Right. Um, <laughs> Lindsay's like just trying to run like hundreds of miles every week. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then um, I'm obviously the OCR racer and Aaron's like, the hundred mile snow runner, you know. <laughs> snow runner. Yeah. He's, he's lost. That's what Aaron is. He, he you know, he probably mm. should be doing hundred mile runs, but somehow he's got to jump <laughs> into short course obstacle course racing. Yeah. Uh, no, but it, it's good actually because Aaron can jump into workouts with Carly and pace her, and it's like a pretty good effort for him. Um, and then the only thing that's bad, I would say, is that um, I'm I'm pretty sure at some point my coach is going to ask me. Or, or tell me that I have to be quarantined from Carly because I keep on getting tempted to jump into her workouts. <laughs> and and he's like, no, you can't go on the track. Like, no. <laughs> Stop it. Track workouts. Yeah. Oh, they're so horrendous, aren't they? Like you just feel it the next day. Track workouts. <laughs> oh, I miss them so much. I just, I, I haven't been able to successfully do any kind of track workouts in probably like five years now. Um, so I just typically avoid them, but I, I did get a little excited, uh, like three weeks ago and I jumped into one of hers and, um, it didn't really, I mean, it wasn't really competitive. It was just like, Oh, like we're all running together until like the very last hundred that we did. And then it was like, okay, it's on. <laughs> it's going down. Oh shit. We're doing a three minute mile. <laughs> <laughs> what, what's your, what's your go-to track session then, Nicole? Like if you had to like, like one last ever session on a track. If I could what, do one. What would you do? Ooh. Um, you know, in college, I really liked doing like tons of 300s. So we'd like, it would be like, um, maybe like 15 300s, like three sets of five, um, where you'd like do a 300 and then jog a hundred. So like short rest, um, kind of at like 5k or a little faster pace, I guess faster probably. Yeah, something like that. <laughs> Sounds disgusting. Um, Sounds yeah, it's great. I love it. <laughs> I have to say, um, I haven't done much track work, so I, yeah. No. I, well, it's like it's like a bit like deadlifts. You avoid them, you avoid them, you avoid them. Then you go and do one. It's like no, I shouldn't have avoided those for the last five years. That really. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah. I think they're so fun, but it. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's something that it's not like it's a uh, super critical for obstacle racing i'd say because most courses are pretty long huh what what i was gonna say what is most interesting is is it must be an american thing like with all your track background because everywhere else in europe and england none of us don't really seem to be that was really poor english most of us don't seem to be into any sort (laughs) of um track style background i i know one in england Mm -hmm. who's a good runner admittedly but other than that 
all you guys is that because of the college system like not having running i think so yeah Yeah. Yeah. like you hear bracken always talk about track you hear kirk always talking about track you're Mm -hmm. always talking about track i'm thinking well that that's not a european it's certainly not a uk thing um do you even i mean does like do you have like track in high school Mm, no but we do it's always like club it's you do you you do have track and field when you're in high school, but it's mm. it's not overly put upon you to be in that thing. I think cross country at high school is a bit more yeah. prevalent within the UK. You do the cross country season, um, and then when you if go through to kind of yeah, when you go through to college, um, in the UK, you kind of you can do track and field, um. And then if you're good, you can get picked to go through to like the England setup and you can go through there. Mm-hmm. But really, if you don't make it in that realm, you kind of just don't really go away. Yeah. yeah, there's not yeah. like lower level university or amateur people because if you're not in the top end, you're not really going to be doing it as oh. much. There's no scholarships like no. in America. Yeah. And I'm so. sure Luke would agree with me. Like if I was half as motivated as, as I am now, or I was 10 years ago. I would have really enjoyed being at school and doing the track workout in the cross country. At the time, I did mm-hmm. not give a shit. It was like, no, <laughs> I'll play on the PlayStation and eat pizza. Thank you very much. But now I wish I had spent more time doing that, you know, more. Because my school, I went to a mixed school. It, was, um, it wasn't like a high-end school. We did sort of like basketball, football, rugby. That was a bit about it. But in England, depending on what school you go to, you obviously get more of an opportunity. Um, Mm. it would depend how clever you are and i'm as thick as shit so you know (laughs) pure and simple (laughs) and i can't play football either so well that's that's a shame yeah it kind of yeah it kind of stinks that there's not more like sports infrastructure there yeah it's it hasn't it's always been the same when we used to swim and that's the same like if you all the good swimmers are from america or australia because they've got 50 meter pools in every town and every city every state you know whereas in england you have to travel probably 60 70 80 90 miles to get to the nearest 50 meter pool um yeah so yeah it just sucks i suppose i've been trying to swim a little bit well up until like not anymore obviously but i was trying to swim a little bit and um put put into into use the tips you gave me yeah 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 In our one pool session. Yeah, yeah, in our one pool. And Aaron was just running down. I don't swim. I don't do swimming. (laughs) Yeah, the pool. Um, It's so hard. (laughs) It is, yeah. And talk about Aaron. I I, I understand it's his birthday today. Have you given him the birthday? Yeah. Do you know what the birthday Um, is? A birthday what? Bump. Bump? I don't know what a birthday bump is. Right, so you and all your your housemates later on, you have to pick him up. Literally one on each arm, as long as you're okay. together, you haven't got like a distancing thing, and you basically birthday bump him, so you lift him up and down, up and down, up and down. However many years old he is, so what is he? Twenty seven. He's twenty seven. Yeah, 27. that's a lot of birthday bumping. Twenty seven birthday bumps, <laughs> or you give him a forfeit of like a hundred burpees if he doesn't do it. You okay. should do birthday burpees for sure. All birthday you burpees, to, yeah. He needs to be putting them online because twenty seven is not a lot, Aaron- is it? Aaron hates burpees he more than burpees. anybody else. Yeah, that's true. He only misses <laughs> and he doesn't do them, yeah. Yep, just the sphere. He just misses so, um, Birthday burpees needs <laughs> to be there. Where I think he he's biking. He's doing the birthday bike ride right now. Um, I so, so up at our house, there's this loop that we call dog loop because um, we take the dogs on it often. But it's it's like a mile long, I think. Uh, and so I mate. tried to convince him <laughs> yeah. to do... Yeah. Well, so I, I tried to convince him to do 27 dog loops for his birthday, but, okay. um, how but far is dog loop? A mile. It's about a mile. Yeah. About a mile. Okay. Good. Have you taken the dogs with him? Um, no, there's one, one dog is right here. Come uh, that's Benji. Benji's afraid to come into the room. Come on. Oh, come on. Benji. Benji. Benji, come here. Benji, come. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, good boy. Come up here. Nope, and he went under. <laughs> and Fig's the other dog, isn't it? I think we've met Fig. And Fig's the Fig, other dog. Fig is the other dog. He's an Italian greyhound. Um, he's a character. He's like, we call him like a, a monster. He terrorizes Benji. He um, he jumps up onto the table, like fully on the table. And, and he'll like, anything that you leave out, he will get to. Nice. So we have to like 
our door doesn't really lock or shut that well. So we have to like fasten this, this like hair tie thing around it to keep it closed or else like Fig will come in. He'll like tear my hat hat up. What? When, when you and Aaron are getting funky at night, do you have to put a hat on the other side of the door to, so people don't walk in? No, I, I think like people just don't walk in our room. <laughs> <laughs> just to leave That's Benji good. outside. Leave Benji outside, guard in the room. Just like... <laughs> it's a glass no, Benji door. always wants to be like a foot away from me. <laughs> <laughs> Benji, like social distancing, please. <laughs> or not. What are you drinking, Nicole? Yeah, what, what is funky. This? Oh, this is a kombucha. Oh, yeah, kombucha. Uh, kombucha. Yep. It's a in local a, one, in Rowdy a Mermaid. Yeah. <laughs> just drinking a beer here. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Just, just chugging. She's probably got off it. She, she's like straight into <laughs> off season. <laughs> no OCR. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's get hammered. My you. Aaron and I have had a lot of a lot of wine, a lot of beer, a lot of ciders lately. There we go. But, oh, I love a cider. But responsibly. Responsibly. <laughs> That's all that. Hanging out with Hunter and Thompson <laughs> boys will sort of do that to you. I tell you. Oh my gosh. Those were the first people we started distancing ourselves from. We were like, if someone's <laughs> going to get this, it's definitely going to be those, that boy's house. <laughs> oh yeah. Disgusting boy's house. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> but they're good. Everyone's good so far in Boulder. Like yeah. as, as, as far as like the people that, that we all know. <laughs> well, that's everyone, isn't it? Like literally yeah. everyone's in all of Boulder. Yeah. Well, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> I know you, it's quite a distance between you. I know obviously, but um, you obviously got Rhea and people like that as well. Haven't you and Johnny out yep. there as well so johnny hunter matt um killian's in the springs and yeah, kent is somewhere close-ish yeah nice. um, that fair news but um, like I, I like this whole thing right you just you can't get your head around it it's like you can't even plan for it no what well, no one can <laughs> but it's just like no one knows what's going on you can't plan for it bearing in mind that What's quite ironic is like Joe DeSena and World OCR, and all that, they're trying to standardize everything. So all this standardization is coming to OCR and then coronavirus is just coming and gone, boom, no standardization. We want to just throw it in there. And we're going to screw everything up, you know. So I, yeah. I think I think it's the people that didn't like standardization in OCR that have done this to us. <laughs> I think they've you think that's what's to blame? Yeah. yeah. So either that or my football team probably organized it, I think, probably. Well, bad. The football team that I support at the minute, Nicole, is doing so poorly. Um, <laughs> so I think they purposely, you know, may have organised it a little bit. To crash the season? Yeah, crash the season, basically, <laughs> just so we can call it quits and start again, I think. Well, yeah. To be fair, it was that bad. It's probably a good season for them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true. That is very true. <laughs> yeah, I mean, that was one thing. Like, one of my friends, um, Shalea Kip, who was on the... 2008 olympic team for the steeplechase i think yeah uh she's currently injured so i was like well this is great like maybe next year when the trials actually happen you won't be injured because <laughs> they haven't actually cancelled the olympics yet have they yeah they've just uh, they, they, they have put it. out yep. they're moving it to next year yeah so how's that going to affect now well my question is is it still going to be the 2020 olympics or is it going to be the 2021 olympics that was screwing what it is it going to be the 2020 Olympics in 2021? Or plus one. <laughs> Scratched out. And they'll, they'll keep all the yeah. logos because they've had them printed. They'll just draw. Right? Like, yeah. They must have already printed things. I yeah. imagine. Oh, there's everything. All the logo. It's all done, isn't it? And they've even had the uh, the flame ceremony in Tokyo. Oh, they did. Yeah, yeah. They put it out. It was, it was behind closed doors. Are they going to like blow it out and then like, like <laughs> yeah, just yeah. have to redo it? Keep it going. Keep the flame going for a year. Just a year <laughs> of feeding it. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a lot of timber. I don't know. Yeah. How do you keep a fire going that long? There's a question. Well, to be fair, it Lots was of oil. with um, obviously the trials that have happened. Like they had the the marathon, um, US marathon trials. Will they redo that? Will they not? No. no I, I mean, I stick for this. I think, yeah, I think that they're going to keep those standings and just move forward as if it's normal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, and if people are injured, then they'll go to alternates just as they would have otherwise. Yeah. Be interesting to see if the, um, the world OCR event in Russia will go ahead. I know. It yeah. It really is. Yeah. And when is that one? That's supposed to be in September. like September. September. Okay. 12? 12, is it? 
Yeah, yeah mid- middle towards middle. end of September. I'm going, but I have yeah. no clue. Yeah. It'll be interesting to see what they'll do with the uh, the selection for all the countries now, because oh, yeah. how are they going to pick if they don't do a selection process for everybody? So Yeah, mm-hmm. Nicole might be really shit this year, so we're not going to pick her, are we? Let's be fair. <laughs> I think she may have already got the place in this election. <laughs> she might creep on. Well, I think that technically the US held some sort of qualifying race for the 3K. And I think that team has already been technically selected. Yeah. Well, there we go. So the people that went to it weren't the best people. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, it was. But- you know what I mean. Yeah, I <laughs> you know, know what, what I mean. I'll, I'll, so I'll get you in trouble. It wasn't. Think, it wasn't well attended. I no. think. Well, yeah, I think what they've now said is because of that, we're going to also select our team and mix it together. So I think yeah. you'll find that you know you guys, you know you, well, you Americans will be picked the obvious, uh, yeah. select few um, who want to go. Obviously, I mean, it might be our first. And that's that thing. Like, I don't even know if these people want to go that qualified. No. And and it might even be our first race, you know. If that that's how stupid it might be, like the first race might be a not that it means much to you, Nicole, but <laughs> but like it might be a, it could a be. first major race, yeah. Do you know what I mean? And that's yeah. weirder. Like, say for instance, they'd say now, okay, we're we're cancelling the Spartan series season and series, but we're still going to do Abu Dhabi. Great, our first race is going to be Abu Dhabi. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, um, you know, that'd be crazy. Yeah potentially could happen yeah and that's something that's like that's a that's a very real potential that the entire u.s series could be canceled yeah because what the last race is west virginia and that's in i guess that's in august so i would (laughs) i'd hope that we'd be racing by august but it seems like june like may june july are all still up in the air yeah. But you, you've already raced once. Stop rubbing it in. We haven't even raced at all. We're like just sitting <laughs> yeah. here, like, yeah. come we, on. We were waiting. Come on, I want to go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so, okay, let's talk serious. If OCR gets cancelled mm-hmm. forever, forever and ever, what does Nicole Miracle do? Yeah, what, what sport if it's like, if it's like, oh, it's just cancelled, it's off forever. O- we can't do it. OCR, that's it. Boom. Joda said it says, I don't have enough. No CR. <laughs> No CR. Yeah. No CR. Like what you did there. <laughs> if there's what I'm oh here for. Man, no CR. Um, well, I mean, it, it wouldn't really change my training that much, I would say, because I kind of do what I enjoy doing currently. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd probably maybe stop lifting quite as much. Um, and I'd kind of go towards being more of like, a pure rock climber and a pure mountain runner. I see more of a. You should go more bodybuilding. I think get the fake <laughs> completely get ripped. Funny yeah. Nicole Miracle, Miss America. Yes, it works. You've even got one a thing. I, one thing that would be really cool to be able to do is a one arm pull up. I yeah. think that. So oh, I. Aaron you've got just, time to learn. Quarantine. Time. I know. One arm yeah. pull up challenge. I tell you what. So Aaron I just did, installed our hangboard. So. I think like it's, it's just going to be a lot of time, like me and the hangboard, and just we'll see where I get. To. Arm, like. Okay, so how? Let's, <laughs> like let's... I just trained my right arm, so I have this <laughs> right arm, and my left one, like I don't care about. Just yeah. be like hunter biceps win races. It's a good head, <laughs> um, but only on the right. Let's be like a lot. Like what is yeah. it? A crab or a lobster that has yeah. one giant one? It just look like Aaron's basically. So your left hand would look like Aaron's both hands, and then your hand right hand would be really strong. <laughs> He does have little baby hands. Little baby hands. Baby hands. I'm not going to knock him. He's pretty shit hot on obstacles and climbing rocks. <laughs> so let's not take the piss out of Aaron. Um, so how do we go about doing a one hand pull up? Let's let's talk me through this. What what would you? Okay. What would that even look like the training. Yeah. Um, obviously one arm, but it, so, wouldn't, it wouldn't be there, would it? It wouldn't be. I'd probably. I mean, I think just doing like general like weighted pull ups would help. Okay. And then, so like try to increase like my max weighted pull-ups. And then I'd also do some banded um, negatives and banded one-arm pull-ups. So like assisted ones where I have like a band around a foot, um, which takes some of my weight off. And then I'm going through like the full range of motion, either pulling up or doing like negatives as slow as possible, like going down. Yeah. So that's kind of what I would do. And then... um yeah. 
Maybe some more like bicep curls too. Just like straight up bicep curls. Yeah, yeah. muscles up. You'd have a kombucha in one hand, weight in the other. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I think I'd probably have to work a little bit on my like scapular activation as well. Ooh. Just to make sure that every like you're not gonna be able to do the movement if if like anything is like not functioning properly. So I love a bit of scapular activation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Yeah. yeah definitely love a bit. I tell you what I was doing today. So my scapular activation. Yeah, I was doing a bit of scapular activation. <laughs> so obviously we're in quarantine. I haven't got the use of field fit. I think it'd be very wrong of me to go run around field fit, although I could quite easily. Um, you could do it. I could. Um, but I've round me, I've got sort of a half mile loop up a hill, across and down a hill. So what I've been doing is sort of loops basically with a with a, some hangboard git stuff, some rope stuff, some bits and bobs in between. I tried your hanging on one arm in this lock-off position. Do you, and you did it like um Par- uh, this uh, way, this way, grip, not this, not yeah, this not, way, like yeah, like you did, basically. Yes, yeah. yes. Because this way's harder. Oh my god! Oh yeah! Oh my god! Can you do it? Uh, I'm a right hand. Okay. I wouldn't say I wouldn't say it was easy. I can. Yeah. I have to pull up to get there. Once I'm there, yeah. I'm I'm off. But I'm like, you know, like how, how long did you hold it for? I want to say like five seconds before it just started to go, and then obviously once it goes, it's gone. Oh. Then you're like, like. Yeah. You've as got soon as you re- start going, that's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, my left <laughs> hand, about one second. But yeah. But what I did is I got a band and put it round. So I was holding a band, like a, um, a, ba- yeah. a resistance band in one hand. So I was yep. holding on my left. So I was actually pulling up with the band, which actually worked quite well. Yeah. Um, okay, nice. But that was my fourth round. And my I'm just going to blame that I was taxed anyway. So yeah, if I did fresh, <laughs> I would have done like, oh, yeah, I done, like totally. minutes, obviously. But yeah, God, that's hard. <laughs> yeah it's interesting it seems to be i don't know how to say this let's see so so I, i'll say when i just started climbing and the first time i ever tried to do it i was able to i was able to to lock off like that probably for like i don't know like five or so seconds right like it like it was like pretty comfortable just like the first time i ever tried it yeah. and at that time i could probably only do um five pull-ups total Whereas like now I can do at my best, I've done 22 pull-ups right now. I could probably do like 17. Mm. Um, and so it's just interesting to me. Like, I think there's something about maybe it's like the muscular attachment points or like, I don't know what, <laughs> but, but I think some people just have like a harder time in like intrinsically doing like a lock off like that. I think you need to go find a job that like needs pull-ups because you've obviously built for pull-ups. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> as if when you do like a lot of uh like static holds and stuff when you're completely just holding mm. yourself like still in that motion you don't really do that a lot in general life or anything so yeah. even <laughs> even when you're doing like a lot of pull-ups and stuff you're still moving through the motion you're not holding yourself at the top a lot to work on that kind of hold so tons yeah. of pull-ups you still will build up that kind of uh that kind of work but you just need to do that lock off position and then um, kind of release down slowly to build up that kind of when you're in that reverse grip lock off Mm. are you like Uh literally are you squeezing everything into your body and like squeezing your bicep yeah so if you see me do it um so i'll I'll pull up and then you can see like my body like shifts over to that side yeah and so and i just i yeah i feel like i'm like like i'm pulling like Pulling with my bicep a ton, but like, I don't, yeah, I just like everything kind of like compresses like that. But I I, I actually feel in in terms of like OCR, the, the more like functional exercise would probably be to try locking off at like a 90 degree angle. Yeah. 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 Which is something that I can do kind of. Can you do it? Cause that's the thing. Like right now I probably can't lock off at 90 with one arm. Like, I I worked up to it at at one point, and I could hold it for a few seconds. What's but... amazing? There's a video clip, and I'll find it and share it. Um, Leon Cuffo, and there's another guy that does it as well. When he goes through monkey bars, he actually stays mm-hmm. at ninety the whole way. So yeah. he'll let go, stay, and then go to the next one, stay. Yeah. yeah. But like, I'm like, 
that looks super easy. I went and tried it. It's like, that's not easy. Well, that's the thing. It's, it's really beneficial to be able to lock off at least like a little bit. It doesn't have to be 90. It could even just be like, I don't know, whatever, whatever this angle is. (laughs) Um, 93. Yeah. 92. Yeah. (laughs) When you're doing monkey bars and they're say like a little bit wet, if you can, if you can like use a little bit of a lock off to be able to compress as you go through them, then you're much more likely to stay on versus doing like long arm mm. and then like swinging through it. And you and, say like, that though, but I, I really get on with long arm. Like even if yeah. I had the choice, I'm always going to go long arm. <laughs> I don't know why. I just feel more comfortable. Maybe I don't know. Maybe if I trained at 90, then obviously that would be more preferred. Well, and I'm not, I'm not saying 90 really. I'm, I'm just saying yeah. like, yeah, yeah. I instead of being like completely extended and swinging versus yeah. having like, somewhat of an engagement and then and then like moving through more um like less dynamically so why why have monkeys why do monkeys not 90 then or 93 as we're now going to call what do you mean because they don't have to do burpees when they fall off the tree (laughs) then when why aren't monkeys like the actual creature yeah yeah yeah. as in if you watch them like a gibbon for instance through an an ape they're actually very long-armed aren't they they're not they're not well they've got branches to hold on to which are really grippy Stop being so scientific. <laughs> Grippy. Grippy. Gripples. Grippy barches. But yeah, in kind of that way. Yeah, give me a grippy branch and I'll long arm all day long. Yeah, this is very true. <laughs> Going uh, sideways at 90, I find on wet uh, monkey bars in that situation yeah. with a lock off. Uh-huh. Cross like that. And rings. Yeah, and it works 100% rings. because yeah. it gives you that stability and also. If you're tightening your core, it really helps to keep yourself moving along. You actually have better grip also yeah, when you parallel. when you like lock off a little. Were you gonna yeah. say that? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, but no, I was yeah. gonna say this comes back to what you said. I mean, the difference is like in this over and uh, this is not very helpful for a, a an audio <laughs> podcast, but it's official. <laughs> so with your with your palms of your hand facing away from your face, basically, this yep. is going to be activating the scapula a lot more. As soon as you turn this here, it's more frontal. So it's going to be bicep and core. If you come into this pattern shoulders, if you come into this parallel, then you really are very medial, which basically means you're engaging more muscle groups to help you hold. Mm. So this is why this parallel grip is probably the easiest thing to do. So beginners find this very easy. You know, pull-ups are diff- more difficult than chin-ups, if you like. You know, because yep. when you're chinning up, like you say, you're using that the bicep and the core more than you are. And typically, women don't have a scapula, so that first scapular activation as we, we don't even have them. Well, they, just 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 don't have them. This is my Englishness. <laughs> this, all right. Anatomy lessons from Jack. <laughs> yeah, women just don't have Ooh, scapulas. It's true. Jack they don't Parker have wings. They don't have scapulas. Women don't have scapulas. But yeah. No. What I mean is, it's stronger. And if you find that. The, the the lady struggles with that first. The lady. <laughs> the lady struggles with that first part of the pull up. Whereas once they're up, they're fine. But it's just that that initial yeah. activation totally. of the scapula. So oh, how will I'm people? Sharp. So how will people at home, Jack, train this if they um, have access to a pull up bar and they want to train their scapula? Um, how would they do that? Just literally work through that first motion of the first five inch of, of, of scapular activation. You know, literally hang from a bar. And it, it's hard to explain, isn't it? But you're not pulling up Apparently in your arms. So. You're squeezing your, your shoulder <laughs> blades between. Are you putting me on the spot, Luke de Benedict? Yes, thank you. Yeah. Yes. Um, would, you, would you use a band to assist you with this at the beginning? Oh, see, this is, this is a good question for a podcast. I know Nicole said she uses bands to put under a foot. But if you go to things like Bar Brothers, I think it is on Facebook and all those kinesthetics, a lot of people will say, don't give beginners bands because it gives them oh, too much help. Yeah. Too much help. But well, if they I can't. Think... Well, if they can't do it. Yeah, but you're better <laughs> off building in stages. So like, like Nicole said, you're actually better off getting a box and doing the negatives. Yeah. Opposed to getting a band and doing the the the. The banded part. The banded version. The banded version. But yeah, neg- I mean, negatives, are, like you say, are the key um, in, in most things, actually. Even weightlifting, you know, the, the serious phases of 
talking well, yeah there we go you can train your uh, monkey bar technique and pull-ups at home with jack's advice with a band with a band or without a band you don't even need a pull-up bar really do you let's be fair i mean do you how would they pull up uh pike push-ups is a really good one talking of push-ups oh. hold on hold on talking of push-ups so i messaged nicole um i don't even know i don't even know what i messaged you about but it was supposed to do push-ups and she was like I can't do push-ups. I'm like, <laughs> I actually said, fuck off, you can do push-ups. Come on, you're the world champ. And she's like, no, I really can't I just, do push-ups. I just thought I can't do, I can't do many and I can't do them well. Uh, okay, see. I think it's something that that I probably should train a little bit more. But I, I mean, the last time I did a push-up was probably, I don't know, the last time somebody was like, challenged me to some pull-up thing. Like, It's the last time Hunter challenged you to a pull-up thing. Yeah. Like eight months ago, I don't know. Like, <laughs> like um, I don't, I don't do them. I don't do them regularly. I used to in college. Lack- I did like all kinds of pull-ups, but or push-ups. Um, is it the lack of scapula that it does the push-ups? <laughs> um, I don't know. I mean, th- like honestly, the the only time I would find that that kind of strength to be useful is like one if i'm doing burpees <laughs> in a race um but then also it, it is good to train like opposing muscles so that and that's like one of the exercises that like climbers should do for for an opposing exercise so i should do it basically <laughs> <laughs> so obviously we don't fail obstacles and we're so good but <laughs> Obviously, when we do and we have to do burpees, this is not true. This is, uh, I haven't failed up. Uh, <laughs> uh oh, yeah, gr- oh, shit, yeah, Greece. Anyway, ignore that, <laughs> ignore that spear that was uphill. Um, uphill, uphill, it was. I was so good. I'll tell you what, I'd not missed a spear all freaking year, and I go and miss the last spear really of my race. Oh, in Greece. You were there. That, yeah, that, that, yeah that was the, a hard one. On the beast course. No, not the one in the water. Hit every one of those. I missed yeah. the one up on the... And I know why. It's because Natasha was there and she just freaking missed it. And I gave her, come on, Tash, give her a bit of this. Pick that freaking yeah. spirit through it and just threw it right over the damn thing. I was like, ah! <laughs> so ah. really, you you were like, you were too aggressive with the spear. You, you yes. were like too good at it and you yeah. overshot it. I was overconfident, 100% overconfident. <laughs> I think I think anything either sticking in or going over should count, right? Yeah. It just passed. <laughs> we had this argument, would you believe, we had this argument in the UK, UK last year, whereas yeah. one of the athletes basically, and he, and he won, I think, or no, he came third. Um, he threw the spear and it actually went over the hay but because the string, it actually <gasps> oh, and it rested. Yes, it rested on yeah. top. We all tried it to see if we could get it to do it again. We couldn't, but he ran on, and it was a bit like like one of those moments. Was like, oh, what is, does it count? What, or what's, not? what's going yeah. on? Yeah. And the volunteer was like burpees, and then the staff owner was like, no, that's fine. And it was like ah, and then we had this massive wow. hoo ha that that wouldn't have counted, or the if the bail had been big enough and all this palaver. But anyway, they then came out and said, no, it shouldn't have counted. Blah 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 yeah I, I digress well i mean like what's the aim here are we trying to kill the the hay bale 100 yes. yes it's kill the hay bale it's a we're going for blood here we're going for okay. blood yeah i mean yeah when i say we had this joke with john abbott so luke will remember when we were in the dolomites he was like i just go for the legs i don't want to kill the animal and i'm like john <laughs> you need to kill the dead animal and it was quite funny <laughs> because in the race he threw it and it actually stuck in like the bottom which would have been the leg and he's like i go for the legs <laughs> like no you fucking wasn't you were actually going for the bail you're just a shit shot but it but he made it he made it because it's stuck in the wood but it was like an inch off the ground Ooh. yeah yeah and uh, that does still count i kind of forget yeah. the rules now <laughs> yeah yeah well in america they seem to make them up as they go along anyway but sounds of it so i know it's hard uh, to keep track if, if you do it, it's fine as soon as woodsy comes basically through, it's like, no. <laughs> if you're woodsy and you do something then you're dq right <laughs> pretty much I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> ah, of course, we're joking. Um, we love you, Robert. Um, anyway, I digress. <laughs> so, my, no, Robert, no, I was talking about the person that always DQs him. Um, <laughs> so, once you've done burpees, we all know coming, this is where I was coming to. So, oh, those, yeah. Those burpees, 10 minutes together. The, yeah. The, the push up side of things really does mm-hmm. screw you up. And if you do burpees at like a one minute, one and a half minute rate of 30 burpees, 
that's heart rate up, biceps gassed out, shoulders gassed out. Do you actually train them, Nicole? That's what I was getting at. Um, no, I don't. I don't typically train burpees. And, um, you know, I think that that kind of goes against what I typically say, which is that you have to kind of expect everything. And, and I like, I've failed things before unexpectedly. Um, I know like other people have, I mean, like Johnny failed monkey bars last year because he whiffed the bell. Um, I've fallen off of Z wall in like 2017. Um, I've, I've fallen off of like cold monkey bars. Like it happens. So, um, although I like to say that I'm like pretty obstacle efficient or obstacle proficient, (laughs) um, yeah, you, I mean, like, really, if I'm going to be ready for everything, then I should probably be training burpees more. And uh, how many races do you think you've lost places? Because, like, when I say places, I mean, like, podium. How many yeah. podiums do you think you've missed because of burpees? Oh, because of burpees? Um, This past year, not many. No? No, because, like... That's because you've been so damn quick. If you'd failed, you could have... <laughs> you're doing, like, the, what we call the John album. You just give yourself enough minutes ahead if you still yeah. get burpees. Yeah, like, so er, some earlier races last year, I failed the spear, but I was running, like, fast enough that, like, nobody caught me. Mm. Um, and then in the major races, I didn't fail anything until trifecta championships. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, spear. Was that a spear I'm there? pretty sure. And I failed... Oh, let's see. No, I failed my spear. Oh, wait. No, yeah, I don't think I failed a thing until until trifecta. And that was, yeah, I failed like two spears. Yeah. It was a pretty poor spear, to be fair. Yeah. I got the uphill one. I just, yeah. I failed the oh, ones that were in the water. Love it in. you missed, Jack. Jeez. Do you not think burpees have a bit of a bad rep, though, with um, OCR races and stuff because it is seen as a punishment exercise within spartan do you not think burpees as an exercise is an excellent exercise though <laughs> hold on, hold on. So, say that again <laughs> yeah no, no no i get it i, I got it so so yeah you know. so i think i have i have a personal disdain for burpees <laughs> because i don't think it's a penalty that should be in a race hmm. but when i do them I'm, I do feel like, oh, this is actually a pretty good exercise. Yeah. But I, I do think there's like this block that like I don't want to do them because I That's just see them as a punishment that it and, and not even just like as a punishment, but it's a punishment that in my eyes doesn't belong in a race. So. So, I yeah, think, I, I definitely have a bad attitude towards them. <laughs> I think everybody does who <laughs> races Spartan or OCR just because it is seen as a penalty. But. Yeah. You're at home at the moment. They're probably a great exercise to add into any workout because uh, you know, just need a bit of space on the floor and uh, you can crack them out. They're, they're yeah. very much a compound movement out there. The, you're using lots of muscles, lots of joints, which is why Joe DeSena actually really enjoys them. Uh, he goes crazy. That's why he enjoys them. Yeah. And actually, you can. I, I like in my classes, I like mixing the burpees up. So, like, do some random stuff, you know, like burpee pull ups is a good one if you're talking mm. about pull ups. Uh, yeah. You know, I do not. I did the other day as well, which is really quite cool. And I think I really like the walkout. You know, like an inchworm, like a walkout, yeah. but doing inchworm. reverse inchworm. So from a plank, you walk your hands back up to your feet and then jump forward. So reverse inchworm is good. It's a good one. Oh, interesting. okay. Yeah. Interesting. I so I have a ram roller, which I'm yeah. sure you've like seen. We've, you I've got I don't one. Know. Got them. Yeah, you do. Oh, okay, yeah. they're well, Irish. Would you believe they're Irish? Yep. That's where the wow. company started. Ooh. Can we work them into the workout on Friday? Yeah, we can work <laughs> them into the workout on Friday. <laughs> well, so so Aaron and I picked up Ram Rollers, I think like after Tahoe or something. Basically, there's all this like equipment left over from the CrossFit versus OCR race. And um, people were like, yeah, went. just like take it. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we walked away with, with a couple extra Ram Rollers. Um, and yesterday I was doing basically like some burpees with them and, Mm. and not like, not like super fast. I was actually doing them more like deliberately slow, but I, but I did feel like it was a really good exercise. Yeah. The burpees are tough. Yeah. Yeah. If I, if I've got like five minutes left in the field and I've got like a class few um, guys left, I'm like, right, what should we do? Run roller burpees. That's that always finishes people Um, off. (laughs) Yeah. Literally. 
and a, <laughs> and a run and a bear crawl. People hate bear crawls. I love a bear crawl. It's my favorite move. Oh. Yeah, bear crawl. Done properly is my favorite move. So what, what's, how do you do it properly? So what I mean by a bear crawl is you don't lift your bum up. So literally, oh, okay. um, if you think about it, your shins have to stay um, as close to the ground par- as possible. Yeah, parallel with the ground. And then your okay. thigh bone to knee is vertically up. So you're like a box, if you like, like a bear, yep. opposed to like your traditional, uh, yeah, mm-hmm. opposed to your traditional. Uh, like you try to be like a sneaky bear. A sneaky bear, a quiet sneaky yeah. bear. Yeah. And then <laughs> making sure that your opposite hands go with your opposite legs. So you work in that yep. core. Oh, the technical. The we technical do that for terms, like Jack, The technical terms. Yeah. Yeah. Throwing them out. <laughs> my core really hurts right now and i'm not sure what exercise i've done the last few days because i've worked out like i'm doing these online classes then i'm doing my own stuff and then i'm just doing stuff shit the giggles because i'm at home and it's like i'm actually quite tired Uh, there's so many good little challenges out there at the moment now Uh, loads of people are doing good challenges i actually don't want to race anymore i just want to do challenges at home i don't want to go to work anymore Oh, have we turned into CrossFitters now? We've Online challenges. We have, yeah. Oh no, are we, are we fitnessers? We're gonna be like this, fitnesses. 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 Yeah, I like it. We're a fitnesser. It's happened. But do you, I mean, come back to a serious note, Nicole, before we let you go, because uh, Aaron's mm-hmm. going to come back from his twenty-seven in a minute and go, "What are you doing? It's my birthday. Give me attention." Um, <laughs> so, do you would you put yourself in the realms of like? Let's exclude Ryan Atkins because he is just uh, him and Hunter. They're they're, they're in a, a, their own little category. I I feel, but like your John Album, yourself, your Lindsay. There's not many. Hobie Cool, maybe just of yeah. like guys that were probably just built for this sport. You know, like you actually have everything right. Like you were saying about you pull up, you can just naturally do it. You know, your body mm-hmm. composition, your strength ratio, all seems to be pretty spot on. Like. Like spending a bit of time with John, he, you can just tell he's natural, you know, yep. same with yourself. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm going to say I'm surprised every time I speak to you. I'm not because you come out with things. I'm like, no, that's so Nicole. But John is the same. <laughs> like, you know, we, we all think this athlete has to be like this ruse, super clean eating, regimented, um, you know, and I'm not saying you, you're not that. And I'm not saying you don't put the effort mm-hmm. in, you seriously do, but it just comes naturally for you you know, like someone like myself would have to work a lot harder to get to where John is, obviously. Um, do you, would you put yourself in that realm of just specialness? Oh, um, yeah, I mean, not, yeah, I don't know how to answer that and not seem cocky, but no, 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 don't, don't, I would I'm say not, that, I'm you no, I, yeah, no, I, I mean, I definitely, um, yeah, I mean, I, yeah, ever since I was a little kid, like I, I I definitely knew that I was like gifted in certain ways athletically yeah. um, and, and not gifted in some ways athletically, <laughs> you know, yeah, like, swimming. Um, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like there's definitely some things that I'm very bad at, <laughs> but, but yeah, things that like require um, like a good, like strength to weight ratio, um, things like rock climbing, like came really like naturally to me, like running did. Um, and those were, those were all things that were like very evident from like a young age. And, and you kind of like, as a kid, when you, when you excel at something really early, um, it's, you feel like more pressure early on to be like, Oh, like I'm good at this. I'm getting all this like positive attention because I did this thing. Like now I have to always be good at this. (laughs) Um, what, yeah. what, I think what I mean is you've found your sport, haven't you? Like, yep. I, I asked the question, what else would you be doing? And I suppose rock climbing would be the nearest next thing you'd do, but then you wouldn't be running because you're a seriously good runner as well. So it's like, actually, OCR is the sport for you guys. It is like, until someone comes up with something else, like, it's a perfect <laughs> sport. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I kind of, yeah, I, I tell people often that, I like once I fully pursued my rock climbing passion as well. And then I was this like mixed athlete, like rock climber runner. I felt kind of like a mutant athlete Mm -hmm. that didn't really belong anywhere. (laughs) 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 Yeah. And then like I found obstacle racing and I was like, Oh, this is, this is like so perfect. There's, there's like not really anything else that I could think of that would have been like, such a perfect sport for me to be in. Mm-hmm. Very true. Very true. So, yeah. yeah. 
Let's That's exciting. We, let's, <laughs> let's still hope we've got OCR by the end of 2020 because I know. Yeah. Without without no, OCR, we're just we're just fitnesses and we don't want to be just fitnesses. We want to be OCR <laughs> athletes. I think I think people will be very eager to get back to racing. Mm. Um and even more so to do things like in a community realm. Yeah, you 100%. know. It makes you realize how um how much you do actually miss like seeing other people. It sounds silly because I would say I'm yeah. not all about that, but actually you do even if it's people you don't know, it's just that race community feel. Um mm-hmm. yeah, it's yeah. Well, we look forward to it coming back when we can yeah. race again. Touch wood. <laughs> Won't be long. And do you do you think um do you think we're gonna see like a new breed of athletes from this? Do you think like come oh yeah do you think you were going to get like a a load of people that have really be hungry for this like can you see anybody in you guys down yeah so i mean what is interesting is that i follow a ton of like pure runners yeah and um because of all this and because you know they don't have their typical trainers and weight rooms to go to um there are a lot of runners that are doing like more push-ups than they normally do or like these like full body like high intensity exercises or, um, just doing different things that are kind of like, will make them like a more well-rounded athlete, I'd say. Um, so I wouldn't be surprised if some of them come out of it and they're a little bit stronger in ways that they've never been strong before. Um, and it would be cool to see more people come over to Spartans. Yeah. And off races. It's on. <laughs> it's on. But, just don't come to England. We don't need any more competition. <laughs> yeah. Go to America. They're all too good. <laughs> Uh, yeah no I, I mean i i definitely like welcome people to come into the sport i think it'd be exciting to have you know like a tighter women's field especially no definitely yeah the women's field is honestly where it could you know it needs to be improved i think that's all around the world as mm-hmm. well isn't it if you look in the elite women's waves it's you've got some great athletes out there but it's just a little bit sparse isn't it yeah and i think it's just something that it's um you know m- like more women need to be encouraged to get to go from open to age group and age group to elite and mm. to realize that um you know even even like someone like myself who has like been like gifted in some ways like it's you can still put in work <laughs> you can put in the work and um and, get and getting your first pull up isn't that far away mm. um i think it's it does seem like pretty far away from for a lot of people and it's um it's just something that takes practice takes time but yeah the, the first is always the hardest, isn't it? It's like a bit like losing weight. That first part is always the hardest. Mm-hmm. And once you've got your rhythm and your lifestyle going, the rest seems to come a little bit more naturally, a little bit quicker. So it's yeah. not being too dejected if it doesn't come straight away, I think is the, is the takeaway action there, isn't it? Yeah, totally. And I think also, um, like when you look at like the top guys and the top girls, top women, um, you know, like some of us can do like, 20 pull-ups or so, um, whereas other, other athletes, you know, they do 10 and, and they're still like right up there with the top athletes. Um, it's like, you don't have to be able to do like a ton of pull-ups to race. Well, <laughs> like you could, you can get by with having like really good technique and things and really good, like core strength and grip strength, maybe like pull-up strength isn't your thing. And that's still kind of okay. Yeah. No, hundred percent. I think that, yeah, definitely, especially with Spartan race, particularly, um, and, and the same goes with running as well. I think a lot of, especially my clients that I coach, they worry about getting enough miles in. And I say to them, mm-hmm. it's not about the miles you do. It's about, sorry, not the amount of miles you do. It's about the quality of miles you can actually achieve. Um, yeah. you know, and like, you know, everyone, everyone tends to jump mile and just go out for a 10 K here and there. And, you know, there's a lot of that happening, I think in the, and then they're wondering why they're not quite getting to that next level. Um, <clears throat> stru- structure is the way forward and a decent coach. <clears throat> <laughs> Jack, Jack. <laughs> and on that note. <laughs> <coughs> yep. So, agree. Yeah. All right. Well, Nicole, thank you very much for taking the time. Um, I think thank Aaron's you. got lost. I think he's now done. Miles. Um, so I'm not sure how long it's taken to do 27 miles. Mind you, I think the dog loop is quite a hilly dog loop, is it? It is, yeah. Uh, I don't know the exact elevation gain, but it's like there's two different climbs in it that it's a steepness that like you definitely can run, but it's not, I think it's less efficient and not as comfortable. <laughs> okay. Like, so it's steeper than most things I've ever climbed in. Let's put it that way. <laughs> it's pretty steep, yeah. You could probably hike 
a good chunk of it and go like just as fast as somebody running it. Oh, okay. So that's, that's pretty steep. So we might see him in steep. like an hour's time then. Well, no. wish, him, <laughs> wish him happy birthday. I know you're doing a, a birthday meal for him tonight. Make sure he does his bumps as well. Yeah. Don't let him get away with that. Literally. Oh yeah. Him. Okay. I don't think, don't yeah, injure I, him. Don't injure we him. We definitely have enough people in the house that we can yeah. do some birthday yeah. bumps. And then when yeah. he says, what the frick are you doing to me? Just say we're doing birthday bumps and then make him Google it. Cause he probably won't know what that means. <laughs> UK. Yeah. It's a UK thing, but yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, or, I, I'm not, I, I wouldn't put it past you to just like completely make this up, but <laughs> just beat him up. Yeah. I could have given you the worst version, and that was like twenty-seven punches. Do you remember that? Like that school. is that's what I what? thought was. That's bump yeah. stance up. Yeah, it's bump stance, yeah. bump stance there. Basically, dead arm. <laughs> yeah, basically, you just punch twenty-seven times until he has a dead arm. But I don't recommend yeah. that. Don't don't. No, do that, I'm not going to do that. Don't do that. I think Just Aaron could beat me up, so yeah. I'm not going to pick a fight with him. <laughs> do you think? Do you reckon who would win out of you and Aaron? Well, Aaron would win. He's strong. <laughs> yeah, but he's you're strong, little... and he's and he's just as scrappy as I am. <laughs> yeah, this is true. He would he would pull your hair so bad, wouldn't he? <laughs> he has to get his mullet. Get his mullet. Pull his mullet out. Bite. <laughs> yeah. And, and the, um, it and is funny. Is... Like we we've had some tickle fights that have not ended well. <laughs> like ended very poorly. Oh, that that'd be. I'd always say I'd pay to watch that. But that's really wrong. <laughs> <laughs> oh no, there there's nothing sexual about them. <laughs> no, no, I just I just thought it'd be quite funny to see Aaron kicking like a girl. Uh, yeah, anyway. no, it's more that I'm incredibly ticklish and <laughs> and like you just like lose it, and he, and and he like will not stop either. I'll be like I'll be like you're hurting me, <laughs> and he'll be like ha ha. <laughs> <laughs> Love him, evil, evil Aaron. Thanks evil. a lot, Nicole. Thanks for yeah. coming on the show and uh, stay safe. Thank you, wash guys. Your hands. Stay away from Corona. We're wash very your- dirty. Go and wash your hands right now. Yeah, I wash my hands right now. He's filthy. <laughs> oh. Well, thank you, guys. Good chatting with you. Yes. Thanks. But, uh, what, do, what do you have to say? Is it uh, be unbreakable? Go and be unbreakable. Oh Nicole. yeah. Hashtag be unbreakable. Right, Jack, should we do our first thank you to our OCR audioites? I'm going to go ladies first. Sammy Rudd, thank you very much, Sammy. And Hannah Davies, we really appreciate you, ladies. I'll let yeah. you take the boys, Jack. Yeah, and on the guy side, we've got Stuart Golands and Nathaniel Thompson. So massive shout out for those four Patreon members. Um, if you want to be a Patreon member, head over to www.patreon.co.uk forward slash OCR audio. And don't also forget, if you want to uh, join us at Spartan Race this year, 2020, to use Spartan Audio, all capital Spartan Audio, to get 25% off or 20% off, I don't what it is, to all the races uh, <laughs> across the board. Um, yeah, so Spartan Audio, Patreon, there's a lot of things there to remember. Yeah, it's, uh, get your exclusive content, guys. Uh, just head over there, there's two tiers um, to take your pick. What's that?